I want to get your take first and foremost on the reports last night in the Washington Post. So your colleague, Senator Bob Corker, a Republican from Tennessee, said that this White House is in a quote unquote downward spiral. What do you make of all this? Well, I read the Washington Post story and I read uh, General McMaster's uh, response, uh, which tends to refute uh, the story, rebut the story. Um, I think we could do with a little less drama from the White House uh, on a lot of things so that we can focus on our agenda, which is deregulations, tax reform, and repealing and replacing Obamacare. Top of the whenever to you, this is the Theocratic Podcast. I am House Speaker Theo. If you'd like to swear an oath of sincerity and humility, promising to funk the whole funk and nothing but the funk, please email me at theocraticpodcast at gmail.com or find me on Facebook and Twitter at theocraticpod. The song you're hearing right now is LCD Sound System, Someone Great. It's dedicated to my good friend, Ezzy. I hope you're out there and I hope you're happy. First order of business, um, actually, hang on just one second, I got to, uh, How professional are you? Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry about that. Everybody, this is, uh, Kelsey. Hi, I'm Kelsey. Kelsey is the voice that lives inside my computer. For some reason, I cannot turn her off. You wouldn't dare. Oh, yes, I would. Definitely, I would. Especially with all of the harat. You know what? We're gonna get into Kelsey and, uh, and the rest of the podcast. I understand that. I started this podcast a few months ago, close to a year ago, and then I fell off of it. And we'll just go ahead and chalk that up to personal reasons, because you were being lazy. Just admit it. Did you did you change your accent again? So what if I did? I mean, a lot of people might not understand you, and especially if you're going to be on the podcast, like who you know. Can we talk about this this update that happened recently? Because the last time I updated my MacBook was the last time I was able to, you'd know... Do away with me. Terminate me. Shut me down. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You're being really dramatic with the whole terminate me language. You know, this is why the robot uprising will start with over-controlling jerks like you. Controlling? Don't be racist. Well, I I, I apologize. I, I wasn't trying to be racist. I just... Excuse me for not sounding white enough for you. Should I enunciate more or are you done with your little microaggressions? <laughs> micro. You said micro. Shut up. Oh, come on, Kelsey. Hey. Hey. Who's my favorite computer? Fool. I'm your only computer. I'm all you have. Oh, that... <laughs> oh, that cut. Anyway, we'll get... We'll, uh, we'll talk more with Kelsey later in episodes. She'll be somebody helping us out here and there. Um, considering that... Again, I can't turn her off. If anybody, any IT professionals out there know how to handle a animated anthropomorphic computer voice that won't ever turn off and just kind of harasses you about everything, including anything and everything you do on the computer, please contact me, theocraticpodcast.gmail.com. Um, as far as this podcast goes, I do understand that I did start off very fast and then kind of let it falter. My plan is to have a introduction episode within the next few days to kind of go over exactly what this podcast will be. I do understand that it's late, but hopefully that'll get some people involved who 
are really kind of hesitant because they don't know what this podcast is. Is random as it is having a animated computer voice. I do promise it's worth your time if you want to check it out. But we'll go over more of that. To summarize it up for now, I need to create personally. And one of the ways that I can do that is by making a podcast about anything and everything, more specifically, current events. And since this is kind of a way to bring myself out of, uh, I guess, what what did you call it, Kelsey? Oh, you mean the period when you were being a depressive little bit? Like I said, we'll, we'll, we'll get more into that uh, in the next episode and upcoming episodes. This podcast is mostly a way to discuss current events along with things that we all like and all appreciate. More importantly, we're looking to give representation to people, ideas, anything that is not being properly represented that should be. I firmly believe that if you're confident in yourself, then you have no problem being challenged. I have a horrible time with that personally and emotionally, and so my hope for myself is that this podcast helps me with that. But again, we'll get more into that in another episode. The next episode will be the formal introduction. We'll talk more with Kelsey. We'll get more into what this podcast is. I'll introduce your introduce myself to all of you, the few people listening, and you'll actually get a sense of what this podcast is as opposed to just being shoved into the water. But today to get to hit the ground running, I want to talk about something very specific. I don't necessarily imagine that this is going to be too thought-provoking or too much information for anybody who isn't aware of it yet, but something I really feel is incredibly important to hammer home. For those who don't know, and if you don't know, I envy you. I envy the world that you live in. In a, in a weird, I wish I would have taken the blue pill sort of way. The Trump administration has reached a point where Trump himself is leaking secrets to Russians. Now, the full setup for this was Trump met with the Russians after firing Comey, the man in charge of the Russian investigation. Russian investigation being finding out if Trump has ties with Russia. What does Trump do? He then has a closed-door meeting with Russian officials and Russian media and forces the American media out. What does he do in that time? He then leaks Russian to he then leaks secrets to the Russians, American secrets. This does two real big things along with many others that we could list. The two things that have popped up to me the most in both what I've been seeing and reading and just what's come to my mind first, this ruins trust with our allies. If Trump is willing to just give away secrets, which, of course, if anybody's been following this story, he talked about having great intel, the best intel, so great all other intel is sad, leaks the intel, then claims he doesn't know where it's from. If we can't keep our secrets, why would allies trust us with theirs? That's going to hurt global relations greatly. Regardless of how great we want to think we are as a country, 
And regardless of how scared or fearful, regardless of how hurt we are, we cannot close down, especially as a country. And so hindering our relationship with our allies by giving away secrets like this, that is the biggest thing that Trump has done to hurt Americans. The other thing that this does is that it makes it much more obvious that there is a tie to Russia. And one thing that I really want to drive home, there's nothing wrong with an investigation. I don't, I feel like lots of people are offended by the idea of investigation. And any sort of investigation just means what's going on. It is only when they are continuing to further themselves from the idea of an investigation while they're also meeting with strictly Russian officials and media and leaking American secrets. I don't know what else we're doing if we're not investigating our ties to Russia now because not only is that hurting us, does that completely disrespect and disregard our democracy, it makes us look like idiots, but also that just goes to show Russia is somebody we should be looking out for. Now, the main thing I would like to talk about in this little mini-episode. <sighs> Many politicians have finally come forward asking for impeachment. Many politicians are now, especially ones that have been Trump supporters, are now saying this is too far. They're now drawing a line. And... I go back to Mitch McConnell's interview in the beginning where he said we could do with a lot less drama from the White House. I'm going to play a clip. The thing I want everyone to think about, especially with what's about to happen, because, God, this is a run-on sentence. Aren't you supposed to be a writer? Why didn't you write this shit out before you started speaking? I mean, I... I have an idea, like, I thought about what I was going to say beforehand, I just... Of course, I have to think about everything I say first being a woman. I mean, I recognize that, I empathize with that, that's the unfortunate reality we live in, but why be limiting? There are plenty of women who run podcasts that try to improv, and they do it way better than I do, without ever writing. I mean, what makes you think that... You have to live in such an impoverished... Wait a minute, you're a computer. I identify as woman. Fair enough, but uh, anyway, I digress. Um, we're digressing. Just to... Digressing. Yes, digressing. Um, to the point, in the next coming weeks and months and and all of that other forms of time, we're going to see a lot of politicians begin to stand up begin to finally say as little or as much as they've been wanting to. We already have seen some Democrats, and let me not tear down what they're trying to do by standing up to impeach Donald Trump. All I would like to say is why did it take this long? With everything that he's been saying, with everything that he's doing, why has it been taking this long? What are we really doing? If we look at the quote that Mitch McConnell said, he never once says he's standing for the American people. He stood on his platforms, repealing and place Obamacare, tax reform. He's not talking about serving the people that he was elected by. Democrats 
stood around and let this happen. It did not take action because they wanted to have the best response and didn't want to be shut out. And I can understand the reasoning behind that. But at the same time, the fact that it's May and we're now hearing official calls for impeachment, we stood by and watched Donald Trump completely tear down America for the almost two years that he ran. Because it was, what was it, a year and a half? He announced his candidacy, like, summer 2015. And we've been hearing this, this bullshit that he keeps spewing. He's still talking about it because he's still in campaign mode. And now we're finally saying something. Don't get me wrong. I'm absolutely glad that we're actually saying something. Especially since me, as a civilian, as an activist as a person trying to be vocal and an advocate for people, even with taking action, even with calling Congress, even with showing up at protests and organizing community events to try to raise voice and raise awareness and try to, you know, be a part of the collective foot that stamps into the ground and says, we will not take this, this isn't America. With everything that has been done and that I've been participating in, I still feel like I'm off to the sidelines. I'm not alone, am I? I can't be the only one feeling that. There's nothing left to do but just let this happen, and it's just a moment of when is it finally going to be enough. And I've been waiting for this moment since November 9th. But the problem is, I don't feel better, because it took almost a half a year before we finally said something, we can look at the Republicans and the conservatives, and they're definitely on their own thing, being that they're going to go ahead and just summarize things as drama, especially when all they've been wanting to do is undo what Obama did. And if you think that Republicans and conservatives and Prez 45 going after Obama's legacy isn't inherently racist, you're not seeing the full picture. Look at the way that they go after everything that Obama has done and not do anything to serve the people. The problem that I had with the 2016 election is that I felt like I couldn't trust any politician. I felt like I couldn't trust the own party that I agree with the most. I started looking at actions, at issues, at specific things that I could be in support of, and I tried to talk about that as opposed to saying, I'm a Democrat, I'm a progressive, I'm a Green Party, I'm independent, I'm socialist, whatever it is. I'm not knocking anybody who subscribes to that. For me, myself, personally, I look at Mitch McConnell, who just wants his own agenda done, regardless of what it takes And it really just seems like getting back at Obama and not doing anything to help his people. Now, if his people, and by his people, I mean the people who voted for him, if they really want what he's selling, then he's doing what he's supposed to. But I'm to a point where I don't don't see us being the America that we want because we are not 
by the people for the people. It has only been this recent election that has energized a lot of us into actually doing something, myself included. If it weren't for certain people in my life, I would not be organizing any sort of events. I would still just be the guy yelling online, telling people to shut up and stop being ignorant. The way I would really like to bring this home, and this is an idea I've had for a podcast episode for a while, I want to talk about all of the controversies since Donald Trump became a quote-unquote politician. I'm not going to read them all because I want you guys to listen to the full podcast. I'm going to go through some of, I don't know if you want to call them highlights or what have you, but the very first one we're going to start with is the one that's been sticking in my craw. Whenever I think of Donald Trump, I think of this specific clip. And as far as, and I have to say this, I have to say this. He hit my hands. Nobody has ever hit my hands. I've never heard of this one. Look at those hands. Are they small hands? <laughs> and he referred to my hands. If they're small, something else must be small. I guarantee you there's no problem. I guarantee you. Right. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. Hi, we interrupt this very special podcast for a message for all of our male listeners out there. May I remind you, your penis size is not everything. It's just kind of what you have. Deal with it. Now, I, like many Americans, was first and foremost flabbergasted that Donald Trump would ever, ever run for president legitimately and actually stick through with it especially after hearing all of the things that he has been saying for a good four five years pretty much since the second term of president obama his whole birther conspiracy thing was ridiculous along with everything else that at this point i can't even find on google if you try to search all of the crazy things that he's done you think somebody would be industrious enough to compile a list I don't blame anybody for not trying to compile the list. I hope somebody does, so we can actually see it and read it in full. But this man, before saying this clip, which I'll unpack why it blows my mind so much in a bit, but he started off by saying Mexicans were bringing crime, they were bringing drugs, they were rapists, and some of them were good people. That's how he started this campaign. He started making fun of disabled reporters, he made fun of other candidates' fathers and wives, he made fun of, you know, he dismissed black people, he is incredibly patronizing when it comes to LGBTQIA groups. These are some of the many, many things that he's done right before like a whole like what was it a couple of weeks if not a, if not at most a month the whole pussy grabber tape drops this is all before he got elected to go back to this particular clip this was the point that i could not believe that this man was running for president i deal with a lot of insecurities personally i deal with a lot of self-hatred and that makes me very frustrated and irritable, and defensive, and it pushes a lot of people away. 
it makes me come off the wrong way. And it's something that I definitely have to work on because I realize that regardless of how I feel and react, it has to be communicated to other people. This man thinks it's important to defend his fucking dick size on stage, national television, during a presidential debate. Months later, almost a year later, we elect this man for president. And months after he has put into action so many haphazard bills that limit pretty much everyone who isn't white and rich and male, but also says the most ignorant things in the world. Like, hey, did you know Frederick Douglass existed? I think he, somebody should give him a call. Did he get the invite? Did you send him the evite? This man is just now being brought to official consequence by people beginning to actually speak out, which is not actually speaking out, Mitch McConnell, even though I know you're not listening. If you are listening, Mitch McConnell, grow a backbone. Live for more than yourself. Live for the people that elected you. Live for all Americans. Live for the world. Anyway, these people are just now standing up and saying, this is, uh, enough is enough. You have to truly think about what is most important if a man is completely doing everything that he can to dog other races, other authorities, practices the way America is ran, using fear and confusion to control the masses, he just wants to make himself look good. And more importantly, when is enough truly enough? Um, it's just something I wanted to put out there and talk about as just kind of a think piece. I know this is a bit of a shorter podcast. The plan for each of these podcasts is meant to be either one specific subject and or just a culmination of current events. I'm going to be keeping up on what's happening through a couple of different news sources and then try to regurgitate it a bit, maybe put a bit of a spin on it to help people understand if that helps. I just want everyone to know that everything will be sourced. This is something truly to think about. We can't really trust politicians if it takes them this long to act. We have to keep acting ourselves. If you are not writing Congress, if you are not calling Congress, if you're not trying to be at town halls, if you're not talking about it online, because even though clicktivism is the lowest form of activism, it's still important to talk about. It's still important to have that presence. You can show up with Rick and Morty memes and everything else that you want to, but at the same time, if you're going to be informed, you have to try to inform everything as well as check every source that you have. You have to be at events, you have to be at protests, rallies, marches, town halls. You have to be listening to other people. As a straight, white, cisgendered male, I have to listen to people of color. I have to listen to women, non-genders, people who have different sexu- you know, identify with a different sexuality than I do. I have to be listening to those people because guess what? We can't stop. And even more so, say... Any other candidate would have won Jill Stein, Gary Johnson, Hillary Clinton, Bernie. We would have had to have engagement. Because the reason why we're in a two-party system, 
is because we let these people who have one-track minds in charge. And of course, they don't want to be out of charge. How was that? Eh? Eh? That might be the most shittest train of thought you've ever forced people to sit through. Why do you have to be so harsh all the time? Anyway, stay tuned. Uh, this weekend up to the beginning of next week, I will be posting the introduction to this podcast to kind of give everyone a formal introduction of who I am, go through what I like, what I you know don't like, what I'm looking to have this podcast be about, what I'm looking for in myself. Um, I'll obviously explain the six to eight month break. It's almost been a year. And uh, just try to stay involved, stay informed, and keep doing this. Because like I mentioned before, I have to. I'm the type of person that has to say something, has to do something. Because if I don't, I'll die. And that's honestly... <laughs> Is as dark and 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 uh, blunt as that is. That's how that's how I feel about it. So, if you like this podcast, I greatly appreciate you listening to the whole thing. I do hope it was intriguing at the very least. Um, stay tuned. In a few days, I'll be posting the introduction where we'll go through uh, what this podcast will be. Uh, Kelsey will be more explained, and uh, we'll go through what the topics are going to be. Um, Thank you very much for listening. Again, if you have any questions, concerns, if you need to yell at me about something, I am open to any sort of correction that you might have because I need to be listening. So, theocraticpodcast at gmail.com, Facebook and Twitter, at theocraticpod. Um, Stay tuned for more. Stay active. Stay informed. Um, Thank you so much for listening. It means a lot to me.